Yeah, listen. How are you? I'm very well. I have I've been it's been a chill day today. Okay. So it's been a, there's not been much I had to do or anything like that, so it's been it's been good. I'm very well. Yeah. That's very good to hear. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so before we get into the music, I'd like to jump back to the beginning a little bit. Mm. Um, you started guitar, I think, uh, when you were nine, or yep. very early. Mm. What got you into music? Um, I think my my older brother was 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 always into was always playing in bands and stuff, and he actually started. He's six years older than I am, so mm. he actually started when he was. 15, I think, and I was nine. So music had always been a big thing in the house just because my parents, we used to do these long drives from, from Glasgow to France mm. to go on caravan holidays, which was which was strange just because planes exist. So why did we drive <laughs> to France to do it? But um, not like, we didn't even bring our own caravan, we just used one that was there, so it doesn't make any sense. But um, We used to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. So we used to drive down, and my mum and dad would always play like Fleetwood Mac, Queen, um, Genesis. Um, my mum was a big Adam and Ant fan and stuff. So, uh, yeah. So it was all these different things, and they they kind of got us in it. And when my brother started playing music, it was like, okay, I'm gonna, I want to do that as well. It wasn't even like a, it wasn't like a sibling rivalry thing, or it wasn't like a looking up to him thing. It was just because I was nine, and I was like, what if he's getting something? I want something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So he was doing guitar lessons. And he started doing it, and uh, yeah, I kind of credit that and him with them um, for being the reason I started so early. Just mm. because he he was doing it, and he just happened to be six years older than I am, and and yeah, so it was all through that, and and yeah, that was how it started. Does he still play? Um, he still plays. He doesn't play. I don't think he plays as many gigs or stuff like that. Mm. But I think he still. I I got him a guitar for his Christmas, so. I, I, Fucking hope he still plays. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember uh, reading that that you went to bars and played yeah. gigs uh, from a very early age yeah, as well. Yeah. So what was that? Well, you know, you like music. You think, okay, I want to do yeah. something with this. How yeah. was that step to to go into that environment that is not necessarily suited for for somebody who's 12 years old? Or yeah, it was weird. Just because for me, gigging was always something that I thought, right, okay, I have like I, I want to play music. And that entails playing live. Like that's mm -hmm. the thing we need to do. So, it was all. It was never like, oh, I should start. At, oh, I have to play live now. It was always like, okay, I'm packing up. I'm packing up a guitar and I'm singing and I'm writing songs because I want to play them live. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't really like a, an overly daunting thing. I don't even think I thought about it that much. Do you know what I mean? Just because I was so young, it was just like, okay, my brother's playing gigs, so. That's what you do. You just you play guitar and you sing. And if you do that, you play gigs. It didn't even occur to me that people just played guitar and sang just for their own right. amusement in their bedrooms. Do you know what I mean? It never that never occurred to me. It was always I'm picking up a guitar because I think playing live is something that I would enjoy doing. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's a uh, it was a it's a strange one just because I, I never I, I don't think I would have picked up a guitar to do it if it was just in my room. Because the interesting, well, we'll get to that then in a second, but what I find interesting then, was it immediately your own songs and what, was that part of it? You're not playing somebody else's song, you're writing your own? Totally, yeah, and I remember I used to, I used to write songs when I was like four, five years old. No, four through to eight maybe, I think. Mm. And uh, any any one of those ages, I don't know where I started, <laughs> but it used to be just little stupid like things in a, like a, a notebook or whatever, like, like terrible songs, obviously. But um, it was always like, 
just uh, no no music or anything like that. I just would sing the lyrics and like a mm. thing. I think it was more yeah towards being eight. Four was four was not a thing. I was still shitting my pants for it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, uh, yeah, to, like I just always started writing like that. And 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 for me, it was a case of yeah, it was. I don't know. I, I played covers. I definitely played covers. But I always thought right, I'm going to write my own stuff. So it was from the get go. I was trying to write my own songs just because. Again, I saw I saw everything as a means for playing live, mm. and I thought, right, if I want to go play gigs, I can't play covers of these gigs. I have to play my own songs. So it was like, for, I don't know why I had that in my head. I, again, I think it maybe my brother because he was playing and he was more rock music based. So he was just playing his own songs, and I was like, okay, that's just what you do then. You just write your songs and you play them live. Mm. And again, everything was a means to playing live, and even still is. Like I, I only really write songs. So that I can go and play them live. Like, yeah. Playing live is my favourite thing about it. So, um, so yeah. That's, uh-huh. Did you take to it immediately then? Because I mm. can imagine. I mean, I can want to mm. write a song and sing, but I, mm. I don't have a voice. So, so yeah. did you? Did you kind of? Did you know you could do it? Um, I think I had a, I had a hunch. I don't mm. know. Like even like I, I was very. Like I didn't even know if I was very good, mm. but I just liked doing it, and I think I, I, that's the. I think I operate under that exact same pretense today. I don't know if I'm actually any good, but I like doing it. And seeing people's reaction, I'll go, well, if they're reacting well to this thing, do you know what I mean? Because like, you, you don't know. Like, you could mm. think, you could write the best song in the world by accident. Do you know what I mean? And I think that, that has probably <laughs> happened at some point. And you could also be someone who's consistently writing amazing songs and then just one day you wake up and you never write another good song in your life. And I think mm. it's, it's, yeah, you, you never really know if you're doing a good job. And you don't know if you're thinking, and I think, yeah, at that age, I was the same. But especially now, then, because you've been, uh, last year has been quite a, quite a mm. year for you because sure. you've all these kinds of uh, awards. Now you've no- been nominated for the uh, Critics' Choice Award, yeah, yeah, Best yeah. Award. Mm. Um, you don't even have an album out, so no. that must tell you something. Yeah, yeah and that's it, and that's you only really know because of those things. I mean, mm. not not necessarily the, the award stuff. Like that's lovely and that's amazing, mm. but that's obviously not. The validation and everything like that. The validation comes from people paying for a ticket to see your gig. For me, anyway, I think that's that's in itself the biggest, you know, award or reward that you could have. The fact that someone, or like even in tonight's case, like such a big room, mm. um, that many people saying we like your music and you enough to give you this money to sing us the songs that you've written. That for me is that's the validation where it comes from. And I think yeah, it's. it's even now, you just, it's just, you're still a bit like, like I'm writing all this and I'm like, all the songs that have come out, I'm like, okay, well, people must have liked that, that's good, cool. But I'm writing songs for me, essentially, and then if the, I don't really know if they're any good until they go out and people say, because again, you could, you could think you're writing the best song in the world. And it happens a lot of times as well, like, some of my favourite songs performed, or have performed the least well, I mm. suppose. So it's like, you don't know, and it's just, like, my first single, Bruises, was a song that me and my managers never, ever, ever thought would be a, a big song at all. It was just, right, we'll put this song out to give to give people a, OK, this is what I sound like and that. That's why it's so stripped back and that's why it's so so bare. And, yeah, it just, people were, like, it just kind of went mental, online at least. And, um, and yeah, so that's, like, and I was like, oh, OK, cool. And then I tried to do, like, the bigger stuff and it doesn't do as well and they're, like... This is the stuff we love. It's like the, 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 the and it's always the ones that you don't think are the best ones people love. So it's mental. 
That's, that's, that's very interesting. But I, I read something which is quite interesting then mm. as well, because you mentioned kind of the stripped back uh, nature mm. of that particular song. Yeah. Um, but what you like uh, mm. yourself is, is for a song to be... Um, be able to strip down a song to yeah. its bones and then totally. th mm. that, that's what makes it. I think song. if you can't, if you strip a song back and it's bad, like because it's missing all the kind of bells and whistles of the production and stuff, then it's not a good song. Mm. It's a good production. Do you know what I mean? I think sure. a good and don't get me wrong, a good production can make a song sound amazing and be and sound huge and become a big thing. But I think if you can't strip a song back to piano and vocal or guitar and vocal and have it sound amazing. It's kind of like, what's the point? I mean, at least in terms of pop music. Mm. I know like stuff like, I mean, even like hip hop though, it's like, if you can't bring the song back to like a very simple beat and just have the, the lyrics, it's like, it's not, it's not a good song. Do you mm. know what I mean? Not a good song. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but as a song, lyrics and melody, if you can't strip it back and have it just sound Still, just as good. I don't think it's a good, necessarily a good good thing. Right, but with that in mind, then um, and then what we talked about before, what kind of what have you noticed? What what are the moments that you are very creative, very, very when you write a lot? What kind of mood are you? In? I like it's usually I'm quite nocturnal in terms of my writing. So at night always, and that's a shame because most most sessions that you go into the studio or that's why I kind of like starting at least if I'm. I like writing my, myself the best and mm. then bringing something. If, I think if I'm writing with someone, I usually wouldn't... Like, I prefer bringing in a song and going, this is where I am with this, what would you think about this, if I'm writing with someone else. But, um, yeah, I think for me, yeah, at night, it's, it's always, like, at f anywhere between 1 a.m. and 5 in the morning, I just seem to be, like, so into doing it. And I think it's just because everyone's asleep. You don't have any distractions. Like your phone's boring because everyone's sleeping. Like, you, you, like there's nothing good on TV. I mean, you could watch Netflix and all that, but it's just not. It doesn't entice me at all. I'd probably fall asleep, and I'm just like, oh, I've got like, okay, I've got all this stuff. I've got all this energy. And everyone's sleeping. I have to put out channel and music and stuff, and, and and yeah, definitely at night. It's weird. Is is there then a reason why, at least with the oh, this is something somebody else. Um, with with the the last EP, that there's a lot about relationships and that mm. kind of. And I heard you say that it's not always you; it's just people you hear talking around you. Yeah, yeah totally. It, is it those moments late at night when you start going through your mind yeah. about about previous relationships? Totally, yeah. And, and it's the thing; it's like overthinking at night. You do. I think everyone does it. Where you just lie in your bed <laughs> and your your mind just goes, and you start thinking about stuff that you did years ago that you're embarrassed right. about, and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I did that." Do you know what I mean? And I think. Yeah, at, at night, and especially like a Sunday night, I get really sad for no reason, like just melancholic for absolutely no reason. And I think, I think it's, like, it's a good thing. It's not like, a, I think it's a very good thing to be sad sometimes. And, and I think, yeah, at night, for some reason, I just get very, I can get, I get very more, I say I'm more emotionally... Um, vulnerable, in a way? Vulnerable or like aware of like how mm. I'm feeling. Do you know what I mean? Because there's not... Distracts you death, and I think at night when everyone's sleeping, and that I'm like, okay, so I'm feeling like this today. I think, and, and I think that translates for for good songwriting. And yeah, I think for, for me, it just so happens that when it gets to about one a.m. and stuff, when I should be sleeping, I do just kind of get a bit sad and start thinking mm. about all these things. And it, but it's a it's a good thing, and it, yeah, it makes for I hope good songs. Let's take uh, uh, someone you loved then as mm. an example, mm. because I don't know if you wrote it at night, but do yeah. you remember what, 
when you kind of the next day or maybe the next couple of days when you look back at that song, did it did it kind of? It's definitely a song that that that, that it started, and I was actually recording with um, a guy called Joe Little when we were recording a different song, and I think he went to the bathroom, and uh, I I was just fucking about the piano. This was out in in in, in LA, and I, I just remember getting the the verse, and I was like, oh that's cool, and then I recorded it on my phone. But that's fine. But I wouldn't. For some reason, during the day, if I start a song like that, I wouldn't have been able to finish it. So I just kept it on my phone. And then a few weeks later, I'm back in the UK. I'm in my... I've got a shed in my back garden that I, that I write and stuff. And again, it's like, it is like 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. And then I start messing around with the other melodies and stuff. And the song's there in melodies. And then I took it into uh, a couple of guys, Romans and TMS, mm. who I was writing with the week after. And I was like... Can we try? We were writing another song again, and I was like, "Can we try this thing I've been messing around with?" And TMS, I've worked with them a few times, and, and Romans as well. They're very good for just if you've got an idea, letting you kind of flesh it out, and then seeing, and then they go, "Right, you should do this with it." I think, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, that's what they did. It was a case of I went, "Look, so these melodies here we are, blah blah,", blah. and it was like melodies that I wrote at night, and I think I'm always better with melodies at night, and then lyrics, I think, take a bit more time to think about and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was a case of yeah, it was like a, it was a, like a nocturnal song, and it was like it was a case of yeah, just being overly emotional, I think, and having that thing. And, and yeah, a few I, I, like looking back on it, you're like, oh, that is extremely sad. <laughs> <laughs> but know? if you, if you think about that song then, and, and the lyrics and the, the way it works uh, now, then mm-hmm. because uh, like you say, it's you're a little bit overly emotional at yeah. night, and then mm-hmm. and now you're you're uh, there's space in between. Yeah. Do you feel the same way about it, or is it just kind of a reminder of that that uh, emotion or that feeling? Yeah, no, definitely, I still feel the same way about it. I suppose, but just to a lesser extent. But then, mm-hmm. if you if I play that song at three o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna go, <laughs> oh my god, like do you know what I mean? I, get, I, I totally get this guy. Do you know what I mean? But it's a case of like that song. I haven't been in a relationship in the last year and a half, and that song's about a relationship I had to go like a year and a half ago but a relationship that I'm now like I'm cool with it friends with a girl and everything like I'm totally sweet but then if you get to that point at night <laughs> and you start thinking about how it ended and you're like oh that's actually really really sad and you start thinking when you go I'm gonna write a song about it do you know what I mean so it's crazy mm. you touch upon something now uh, that I've heard from more artists and I mean you're only uh, in the first couple of years hopefully of your yeah. career mm. um but that it's very difficult to combine certain mm-hmm. things of uh, certain things in life with with what you do. Yeah, yeah. And one thing being, and, and I don't want to make this an interview about relationships. Yeah. But, uh, something like a relationship. Totally. Have you noticed that that something? Did you have to make certain concessions now? Totally. Well, that that was like the reason that me and and, okay. and, my, and my girlfriend at the time had split up was because I was starting to get very busy with music. I was always away and stuff, which led to arguments. And. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's mental. It is, it is crazy because as well, like, I'm so busy, so I don't even, like, at this point, I don't even think right. about having a relation, like, a, a, a long-term relationship with someone. Just because it's like, you are so busy all the time and stuff. Which, being that I write a lot of my songs about being in relationships and relationships ending, it's probably not a great thing. I'm probably going to have to to get a girlfriend at some point and be like, right, just, I need some I need some material here. But no, right. um, no, absolutely. It does, it's like, a, it's a crazy thing. And it, I think when you start out playing music and stuff, and to anybody who's watching this as well, like you, you totally underestimate how much time you must spend away from home. And I, and I did completely. And uh, I think my parents did as well, whatever, and you're like, see this week, this year, I've probably been home in total 
for about three weeks. The rest of the time I've been away. And it's just it's such a crazy, crazy thing. And I think, I mean, it's, it's amazing and I would not get, trade it in for absolutely anything in the world. But you do have to kind of make, yeah, concessions and be a bit like, okay, this is, at least for the next, for the next, for me at least, for the next four years, Mm. I want to focus solely on this. That's oh, fair enough. And that's, a, and that's just a thing that, yeah. And, 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 but I love doing it. So it's a case of, um, yeah, I just want to put everything I have into making music and touring and, and, and writing for the next four years and then see what happens. Do you get to ho go home for Christmas? I've got, uh, yeah, I go home on the 22nd of December mm. and I'm home for a week and then I'm off again. Yeah, at least you have that one. Uh, at least I've got a week, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. But, um, yeah. With uh, what I mentioned earlier in mind, um, because you've had quite a bit, a bit of success, sold out tours everywhere. Um, how, how does that feel for you, of having to kind of live up to it in a way? There's definitely a pressure, and I think it's weird when you see people in interviews being like, oh, there's no, I don't feel any pressure and stuff. They're fucking liars, right? <laughs> like, you definitely feel pressure. There's people who, like, you know, if you've got a band and stuff, who are like, everything's kind of like, there is a lot of weight that you're carrying around and stuff because it's like, it's a, it's a job, do you know what I mean? It is a job and stuff. So I do feel there is pressure that comes with that and, and the pressure to... And I think up until recently, I was becoming the type of person who was feeding into the negative of it mm. a bit because I was a bit like, you're so focused on trying to take it to the next level and trying to um, to better it you're, and you're missing out all, all the good stuff because you're like... It's, there, yeah. there could be five good things that are happening and one negative thing and you're like right we need to get this negative thing up like we need to get that, fix that and these five good things you totally neglect them and it's, it's very easy in music and I suppose in anything mm. I think it's in human nature to focus on a negative thing right. when you have five positives there so it's, it's a case of obviously there has to be balance but it's only in the last two months I've started to look at things and be like this is like an amazing thing I'm doing. Don't focus on like the fact that one show um, isn't selling well in one country or, or one song isn't doing as well as you thought it was going to do and stuff. Because it's, it's, this is supposed to be fun. Mm. Well, th that's an interesting, interesting thought because you seem very, very grounded and uh, you seem like someone who doesn't take himself too seriously. No, not to at all. That, especially yeah. I saw your uh, Instagram and yeah. <laughs> having a laugh. Yeah. Um, so, so where does that come from? Is that just the, the area where you're from or is it just something you have or something you do? Yeah, I think it's definitely my parents are, and my family in general, we all, like, showing affection by slagging one another off. Mm. Like, and I think that's a good, like, t taking the piss out of each other and stuff. And even, I do it with my friends and I've always done it with everyone I meet. I think that's how I show affection in some way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think... Yeah, just where my where I'm from and stuff as well. People will tell you if you're being like a dick, <laughs> fucking wrap that stuff. But um, but yeah, a case of them, um, yeah. That, and and to, to taking myself too seriously again, it's just I, don't, I mean I'm not really sure. I've always been someone who has a laugh, and I think that's the most important thing. Um, there's a sense of freedom in taking the piss out of yourself that I don't think if you take yourself seriously, you're definitely trapped in some little boxing thing because you just can't I don't think you can enjoy things fully if you're taking yourself too seriously so yeah and, and I didn't I, I struggled at the beginning like when bruises started to do so well and stuff because mm. on being myself on social media and stuff properly and uh, yeah it's only really but then when I started to just go right do you know what I'm, I'm just going to full on take the piss out of because this is stupid <laughs> see doing music it's fucking stupid right like and doing like 
I'm playing a show in Amsterdam this evening to, to 1,500 people, I think it is, at an absolutely iconic venue, and, and the people are going to show up and they've paid to see me. That's fucking weird. Mm. And it's like, don't, it's, if you start to think that's normal, you're going to lose your fucking mind. And, and, mm. and, and, your, and your case of normal is going to be, oh, when, when, when 1,000 people aren't paying to see you, you're going to feel shit. And it's just a case of, this is so fucking strange. And it probably won't last forever, and that's fucking fine. Do you know what I mean? But it's a case of like, I'm having a good time, and I think that's the most important thing, and and, and that's what we have to do. And I think yeah, if they, they don't, it just annoys me when, and not not annoys me because I think some artists, artists I hate that word as well. I don't like that word. Some singers, <laughs> sorry, it's jargon. But um, some singers, you can see them online, and they're quite like, like, you can tell when people are struggling to get their personality across because, and it's not a thing that everybody wants to do on Instagram or that. It's like, you, if you want to not put yourself completely out, that's totally fine. But for me, I just don't care. I, like, I'm fine. Just have, like, I'm not, like, I'm, I feel like I'm an, I'm an okay guy. So <laughs> I don't feel bad about letting people know exactly who I am. Well, that's the thing. It's probably easier because you don't have to worry about how people might perceive you. No, totally. And it's like, since I've started to just be myself as, mo- as much as possible, people have been more receptive to that and I think and, and to the songs as well so the more I the more I joke about like my pubes and my penis <laughs> the more people really connect to the, the songs and it's weird just because it's like you're not like I, I've been to see so many singers over the years where they go where they, where they play emotional music and they go um, okay this next song's about someone who broke my heart and this is it and you're like fucking shut up and just sing the song do you know what I mean like I don't want to hear about that on stage if I want to hear about that I can find that online 100% Um so I think, yeah, but it's like Adele, she's, she's takes the piss all the time and she has a laugh. Because I think no one has one emotion, do you know what I mean? So like, I'm not, I write kind of sad songs and emotional songs, but I'm not that. I'm, I'm, in fact, probably, I'm not, I'm very rarely sad or emotional mm. because I'm, I kind of get it out through that and, and, and I'm able to like talk about things and I'm, most of the time I'm sweet. Right. Unless it's five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then I'm right, so. You're sad again. Yeah. Final question then. Um, your EP has just been released yeah. uh, only now. Uh, so it might be early days, but mm. where, are you, where is your mind in terms of an album? Next year, it will definitely come out. Um, April, I think, is what ideally I'd be aiming for. It's not finished yet, so that's <laughs> over Christmas and the start of next year, I'm going to be working on it like quite intensively. And that's why I'm, I'm working so close up to Christmas. Mm. But that's fine with me. I'm, I'm, I, it's taken a while, I think, for things to really come together in terms of what do I want the album to be or sound like, and, and I think we're there now. And, uh, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting out. Very quickly then, uh, what is it that you kind of want to... Or can, can you mm. share um, something you've noticed about what you want to sh- uh, portray to people? Um, portray, just, that's not the right word. But. Yeah, I just not... I don't want it to, to be... Um, I, I definitely... Feel I don't want it to be an album full of ballads, mm. um, which is something that... I did think about it for a while because it would be very easy because people seem to like the balance a lot and I think I, d- I just didn't want to do that because it's not my thing just doing one dimensional thing so I don't know it's, it's a bit I've worked with a lot of different producers on it and it's I think that for me is I wanted it to be an indicative of the year I've had mm. or the, uh, yeah the year I've, so the year I've had has been crazy and it's been all over the place so I wanted to, and it's been, I've, never, I've not been in one place for too long and stuff, so I want the songs to be like, you know, I wanted the songs to reflect that in the sense, I still want it to be cohesive, the album, but I wanted to work with different people on it and have all these different vibes coming on it because all these people 
are obviously bringing their own style to it and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, I, I see it as like a big collaborative thing I've done with all these amazing people that I've got to work with over the last year. And uh, hopefully it captures the kind of, yeah, the differences that everyone who's worked on it has, has brought to it and, and while still being a cohesive thing because it's me. Yeah. Can't wait to hear us. Nice one. Thank you. All right, Lewis, thank Tech. you very much for your time. Lovely. Right. Amazing. Hey, man. That's it. That's cracking. <laughs>